Hi, my name is Jolie, and the zine I'm presenting on is IQ, the sex zine for girls who like girls who wear glasses. Zines themselves can be a way, sometimes straying away from academia, to showcase a narrative and describe a cultural experience. The important DIY factor of a zine showcases a sense of individuality and self-expression that academic papers and theories cannot. Often, in feminism, they exhibit bold, taboo subjects that, in terms of activism, are made to help destigmatize and normalize certain things for a cultural or a certain experience. Many represent a shared feeling that, most of the time, otherwise, is suppressed. Queer zines specifically, which is our primary focus in this class, target certain queer experiences. IQ, as its title proclaims, is specifically targeted at the lesbian and bisexual community. I interpret it as being a faux magazine cover that's sort of a playful mockery of women who like women who are specifically intelligent. At first glance, it's hard to not notice the two women making out. The two women's faces are front and center and their bodies are missing from the scene, placing a clear emphasis on their heads being pushed together, which is sort of displayed in an erotic way. Below their heads, it seems like there are illustrations of brains flowing from them, and at the very bottom, there are three words in capital letters, brains, sex, and glasses, each with a small image of their word above them. I think that these categories, in the context of it being a magazine cover, would be the sections of the magazine, which is sort of a humorous attempt at saying that those are the three things that matter to women. I'm not sure if the black and white piece to it has any significance, but it definitely creates a sharp contrast between the elements in the image, which works to highlight these features in the foreground. The tone of the piece is subtly comical and kind of makes fun of lesbian culture. It pokes fun at this common interest that girls like intelligent girls, but, I mean, in my opinion, who wouldn't? There are many different nuances, preferences, and behaviors that contribute to gay culture, and this zine comically claims that liking glasses and intelligence falls under the umbrella of gayness. I did some research on this sort of preference for girls liking girls with brains, and I discovered a, ph a phenomenon called gay glasses, which, pretty straightforwardly, describes the categorization of people who wear glasses to being gay, specifically women. Having brains is hot to women, which, unfortunately, is often in a stark contrast to how heterosexual men view women. I think that, in terms of the activism element of the zine, this is a major point. Stereotypically, men find women attractive for their bodies and how they look, not necessarily for what they're like on the inside. On the other hand, women stereotypically are more likely to see women for who they are on the inside. They value intelligence as a major component of attractiveness. Also, in addition to this part of the zine, I think that another point of the image is to destigmatize and normalize gay culture. It makes fun of a stereotype, but it also seeks to show how specific sort of gay problems and gay preferences in its culture should be displayed in magazines, just like any other things we commonly see in magazines. If magazines can show heterosexual erotic photos, who's to say that a magazine cover can't show an image of two girls kissing? In building off of that, this sort of activism element of the piece is crucially important. Activists often have to gear their actions towards specific communities if they want to make a real change, and I think that targeting lesbian and bisexual culture can make a difference. To me, activism is about wanting change, while academia and theory is about gaining knowledge and spreading information. In my opinion, zines are inherently non-academic since most of them are so casual and free. To me, 
The academic theories we have discussed thus far have been so specific in their arguments and logic that I wouldn't necessarily use the words free or easy. Zines are easy to comprehend as their visual elements showcase a story that academic theories sometimes cannot, but I don't think that this means that zines cannot expand on theory and give it a concrete form. Also, I think that zines can embrace many different elements and arguments because images and drawings can be much up for interpretation. Theories and academic pieces of writing, however, don't leave the reader able to interpret much as the arguments and ideas communicated are pretty exact and established already. Zines can potentially diverge from academic theories, but specific to IQ, there is no disconnect. In terms of the connection between academia and activism, I think that IQ is non-academic on the surface level, as its straightforward nature is simply an image of two women kissing. Although, delving a little deeper into its context, as I previously discussed, it definitely can give a voice to some of the theories we've discussed thus far in class. Some major themes of the piece include sex positivity and sexual variation, which are both interconnected as they both work to normalize to certain discussions surrounding sex. This zine definitely seeks to destigmatize elements of gay culture and also just to normalize gay culture as a community itself, even if it's done in a playful way. I think that this just reinforces how important zines can be for activism and how imagery plays a huge role in comprehension and promoting change. Specifically to IQ, I don't think that there is some complex knowledge that is being produced, but I think that there are various activism components and arguments that should not be overlooked. Essentially and fundamentally, it really is just an expression of a common interest among a large community that is often underrepresented and pokes fun at the difference between heterosexual men and homosexual women. Thanks for listening.